ladies and gentlemen, welcome to round four of the Horror Heroes Tournament here on Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of pop culture stuff. Round four of our Horror Heroes Tournament, and if you'd like to get caught up, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Podbean. I am Jason Green, and with me as always is the scary Sean Smith. Jason, some people would say it's actually the finals of the bracket. Eh, finals, round four, round finals, quattro. Because this is the last episode. We ain't doing no more. Let the bodies hit the four. Let the bodies hit the four. That's pretty creative. I like I like that. Also with us today is the big dog himself, Roof Mike Dallin. Hello there. Hello there, stranger. Also with us today is... <laughs> you asshole. Dan, Dan Katz. Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> oh, you played oh, the version. <laughs> also, I, sh- I should introduce you as MoviePass's biggest fan, Dan Cass. <laughs> oh, fuckers. Oh, oh, sick burn. <laughs> and rounding out this crew is Evan Moore. Hey, I'm here. He's here, everybody. Woo! Here what? I am. So that's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the final round of the Horror Heroes Tournament. And like I said, if you'd like to get caught up, please go to our feed on BlahBlahInc.com, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Podbean, or Twitter, BlahBlahPod1, which would be really great. And if you're unfamiliar with this, Sean will tell you the rules in one, two, three, go. And here are the rules. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is like you mentioned a bracket tournament, so we're going to be going from left to right on the bracket. You can look at the bracket on uh, Twitter and Facebook. It should should be on Facebook now. Um, but basically the way, the way this works is we're going to be going, going through the matchups and, uh, we're going to be judging each one by three categories, either, uh, survival ability, strength of threat and head to head fight between the two characters. Um, anything else? I think I got it all there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys ready to get into the, the, the final four? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Well, let's start with our first matchup. We have number one seed, Ellen Ripley from the Alien series. Uh, we have, you know what? J- just, f- just for you guys, three film appearances. How about that? Woo! Um, her major threat is the Xenomorphs, and her weapons include uh, flamethrower, pulse rifle, and futuristic technology. And she's facing off against number 10 seed, Kirsty Cotton from the Hellraiser series. Uh, four film appearances. Her major threats are Pinhead and Dr. Chenard. Hmm. Hmm. What's um, the one Ripley plays basketball? So, so now that now that it gets to the semifinals, Ripley loses her superpowers. <laughs> well, you know, Dan, you just complained about it the whole time, so I know. <laughs> if anything, this is on you. <laughs> Dan, you bitch. <laughs> um, so okay, so this is this is a little bit of a tough one in my eyes, just because um I think Ripley definitely would win in, in an actual fight. Um, as far as uh, survival abilities, Ripley does die in her movies, whereas Kirsty does not. And even mm-hmm. if, if you want to make the argument that uh, Ripley survived multiple times, so did Kirsty. Kirsty actually survived three times compared to Ripley. Um, Ripley only survived twice. So uh, technically, I would give it to Kirsty and survival ability in that case. So to me, it comes down to the strength of threat, and we can get into a whole argument as to which is the bigger threat, a xenomorph or a centibite. But I'll I'll let you guys uh, get into it. That's kind of where I'm leading. I need some help. I can't. I kind of feel like they're in the same realm. Is that they have to be summoned in a way? Like the centibites have to be summoned, and the aliens or the xenomorphs can only uh, come about if like a face hugger jumps on you, and you know, and if you're dumb enough to go near the pods, like Billy Crudup did in Alien Covenant. <laughs> So it's kind of summoning it in a way, and I, I feel like they're kind of on equal footing in that regard. But so that would come down to like, who do you think smarter, the Cinnabons or uh, Xenomorphs? And I'm asking rhetorically, I'm not asking you directly. Oh, I understand. Um, I don't know. Well, I say we we have a we have a corporation who actively tries to get these uh, Xenomorphs to keep reappearing. But they where, keep failing, though. Yeah, they're called the Scott Corporation. They're not, they're not failing <laughs> at getting 
they're trying to capture it. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they fail. They fail in like, yeah, they they fail in 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 making them what they want them to be, but they keep having them pop up and fuck shit up. Um, yeah, I mean, those guys are on a fucking prison planet, minding their own business, and then one just fucking lands on their planet. Like, yeah, uh, well, so that's, I, feel, I feel like I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm more likely to run into a xenomorph than I am a centibite. Yeah, it's a lot easier to find a xenomorph kind of just laying around. Oh, really? Oh, okay, because you guys live (laughs) on other planets? Oh, okay. If I was in a shared universe between Hellraiser and Alien, the xenomorphs would be easier to come by and therefore would be... Uh, I don't know if that would be less or more. I don't don't believe that at all. As far as we can tell from the... You need the box! There could be thousands of xenomorphs, but you need the shit box to open the shit dimension. And the the box... Yeah, and the box can go anywhere. We saw it. He they used this box in space. So yeah, well, Xenomorphs can go anywhere too, Sean. Yeah, and there's right. more well, eggs. Requiem had, had aliens land on Earth. The Xenomorphs. The Xenomorphs. Uh, oh, shut up. The, the Xenomorphs need to be transported. That's the thing. Is that so? Does a box? Well, the box needs. But but the point is, is that it's easier to transport a box than it is to transport a xenomorph. That's the way I look at it. David transported like if a ton of them. trying to transport a xenomorph, they're probably going to die. So therefore, it's more dangerous. <laughs> but that doesn't make it a bigger threat. That just means, oh, it's harder. Yeah, it to... does. No. <laughs> well, th- th- well, then it becomes a, an argument of how do we transport which one? It, it's With like... a box, you can put it in like your freaking backpack and zip it up. Nobody would know it was there. Exactly, which makes gonna, it more how dangerous. How you put an egg anywhere without it opening up and possibly face-huggering you? Well, no, you could also already be impregnated and not know, but... Oh, no, Harvey Weinstein! I think you just, like, defeated your own argument there. Someone's impregnated and doesn't know about it, isn't that far more dangerous than the box? That depends on which uh, which movie we're going by, depending on how quickly they, they get uh, chestburst. Alien Covenant. <laughs> Um, no, don't go by that. But, you know, it's like, I don't know, to me, you you have three movies with with Ripley in them where, uh, you know, the the company is trying to get the uh, Xenomorph and is failing at every step of the way because it keeps killing people. But because it's dangerous, but they can't. But the point is, they're trying to get it off the planet and they're just really having a hard time getting it off the planet. That's why they're so excited when ripley has a queen in her belly uh in alien 3 because they're like oh my god this is our finally our chance because we've been fucking everything else up as opposed to um in hellraiser if you have the box uh you can do it any place it doesn't matter and um a xenomorph can be killed whereas a cenobite it's really hard to kill a cenobite unless you're also a cenobite so Mm. That's why I'm kind of leaning towards towards Kirsty in a way, just because I I do think the threat level is a little higher. I don't know the xenomorph uh, transporting it and it always killing people on wherever they are, um, hatching and then turning into a face hugger and then some and impregnating someone sometimes without them even knowing. That just has a whole air of unpredictability to it that I feel makes that more dangerous. So in my mind, it's kind of giving me the point towards Ripley, but. It's not a definite yeah, yet. I, just, someone can I, don't, I don't see how being able to activate the box anywhere makes it any more or less dangerous. Well, I kind of thought we were going like, go into a space argument here, so I, <laughs> I felt like that, I felt <laughs> the need to bring that up. Anybody else? Hey, I'm going to go with Ripley here. I, I see the xenomorphs as a more common threat here. Uh, maybe the maybe not like. Strength wise, but like they're obviously easier to come by, in my opinion. And I think that Ripley's kind of a little more of a badass. I think she would win in a head to head. I'm going to go with Ripley. Yeah, I uh, think it's pretty obvious I was going for Ripley. This is my argument, but officially, I'm going for Ripley. Yeah, I'm leaning towards Ripley too. Mike? Uh, I say cotton is easily ripped. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going uh, Ripley. Uh, all around. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll just die on on this horse myself. And yeah, you're losing like the Houston Astros. Oh, <laughs> you know what, Evan? Of course. 
You know ah, what? Excuse me. Sorry. Oh, sorry. It's going to be ah, so, so fulfilling right when the 49ers beat the Eagles on Sunday. I swear to fucking Christ that the 49ers beat the Eagles now because you said that. I'm never going to let you live. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Jesus. You're Go threatening by. death over the podcast. Yes. This is all recorded. The 49ers are not going to beat the fucking Eagles. They're 0-7. Now, who has the better survivability? 49ers or Eagles? Eagles. Hmm. Actually, that might not be true, actually. Because you can play baseball in space, right? <laughs> Those are football teams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I do that. One of those ball games, whatever. Any- anyway, moving Take on. Me out to the sports ball. Oh, by the way. Uh, me into the crowd. Quick aside, Dan, I want to just give you a nice high five for predicting the the new Punisher release date on Netflix. Remember that it was a, it was a few episodes ago. You're like, I bet you they're just going to re, uh, re I think it was when we were hanging actually. You were like, I bet you they're just going to release the Punisher now on the same day Justice League is out and <laughs> you called that, man. Yeah. Was huh. like, hey guys, you got Justice League? Look at our Punisher dick. <laughs> yeah. And now uh, you just got to get me the next lottery ticket and, and it'll be cool. All right. Continue, Sean. All right, uh, the next matchup we have is number 13 seed, Cherry Darling from Planet Terror. One full appearance. Her major threats are the infected, and her weapons are a machine gun leg with a rocket launcher and an army of survivors. And she's facing off against number six seed, Dr. Herbert West from the Reanimator series. Uh, three full appearances. His major threats are Dr. Hill and the Reanimated, and his weapons include uh, superintelligence, medical knowledge, and the ability to bring corpses back to life. Mm. Mm. Mm, I'm stroking my chin. I'm not. <laughs> Please stroke my chin. Uh, uh, Evan, what do you what do you think, Mister Mister Eagles guy? Could you repeat that one more time for me, please? You cut out there for a moment. What do, What do you think? No, no, no. The the matchup. Oh, it's <laughs> no. I'm I'm sorry. I, my audio cut out. It's it's uh, Cherry Darling versus Herbert West. Herbert West. Are because, you repeating or are you just getting... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a mima bird. All right, listen. Clearly it's Jerry, but I really like Herbert West. So, all right. From a survivability standpoint, head-to-head, all the other categories of this, whatever they might be, not that I ever follow them on this ever. Um, I mean, Jerry wins kind of hands down. Jerry? But I'd like to... What did I say? You said Jerry wins. <laughs> did I say Jerry? Oh, what's I said, the deal with Jerry? Ah, what's Jerry's the deal with Herbert West? I'm going to go with Herbert West as an underdog in this fight. Uh, I feel like he might be a little more creative. I feel like uh, my argument here would be he could uh, uh, kind of fight her in non-conventional methods of reanimating corpses. And maybe if he tied her to a table and Never mind. But uh, anyone who saw a reanimator might get that. But uh, I'm going to go with Herbert West. Okay. Yeah, I'm leaning more towards Cherry. I feel like she would um, wipe the floor with Herbert West in a head-to-head. And she has – her threat seems a lot bigger. So the strength of threat, I think, I feel outweighs the reanimators. Because those are, those are always like isolated instances. And with that – Try yeah, that Instances. I don't fucking know. My brain oh, is God. fried. It's Tyson's. Uh, uh, oh, what did you say? <laughs> As opposed to uh, the threat that Cherry was facing in Planet Terror, which was like global, right? Yes. And, um, uh, what was this? Survivability, strength of threat, and uh, survivability. Head. Oh, survivability, and uh, I think Cherry would survive any threat that Herbert West is facing easily. So I'm I'm going for her, unless someone can sway me. Uh, well, I, I feel like, um, Herbert West, even though he does have a lot of, as we would say, smarts, um, resources, he's got a lot of resources at his disposal. He has resources, but at the same time, he is, he is, uh, fresh bodies. He gets manhandled in every movie. Um, so even with his resources, he is, they don't all have a machine gun. No, <laughs> no, I, I can't remember if it was the the third one where uh, he gets beaten down by a woman. I'm not sure, but 
What are you um, saying, Sean? I'm just saying, you know, maybe. Are you he, saying that women can't beat up men? No, I'm saying that he he did beat up women. What are you, George H.W. Bush? Jesus Christ! Come over here. I want to touch you. <laughs> to, to, topical joke, ladies and gentlemen. Old uh, man in a wheelchair. This episode. Old man in a wheelchair. Yeah. He looked like Mermaid Man. <laughs> but um, so I think that Cherry would win the fight. Uh, as far as survivability, they both survive. Herbert three times, so maybe a slight edge there. But as far as threat level, definitely Cherry. Um, the infected's yeah. way more widespread, so definitely Cherry. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I know. Look, I, 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 I know it's Cherry, and I understand that. But I really like pulling for underdogs, and I know I'm going to be way outvoted on this. I think it's kind of hard to for Doctor West in general. I mean. Also, we went over. We went cherry over Ash for pretty much all the same reasons. Even though Ash is a fan favorite, that doesn't really uh, weigh in. Mm. Uh, especially if we're talking cherry by the end of the movie, which is like a little, a little op. Um, Beast. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like we can just pick and choose which parts of the movie we're using. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to go cherry for all three categories. So, all right, all and right. Uh, Mike, are are you with a similar opinion? Uh, in the dessert that is this battle, the cherry is on top. Fuck you, Mike! I made that joke oh, last week. Mike. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, in can you try again? Remember. Try again. I don't believe. I don't believe you. Roll the clip. <laughs> Roll the goddamn uh. clip. Right, I hate Sean's guts. Huge upset. Put a cherry on top, and uh, oh, okay. And there I it suppose is. He did. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I'm a rich. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, in that case, Charlie, Charlie, Jesus, Charlie, Charlie, she just Charlie got by. <laughs> <laughs> See, everybody, oh. we're not misogynists here. Oh, uh, anyway, except except for Mike. Yeah. Well, you know. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, Mike, what are you, George H.W. Bush? Boom, second time. Hey, Mike's not hey, in a wheelchair. Hey, hey, I, I, got, I got a funny joke for you. Come here. <laughs> let, me, let me touch your bottom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that means uh, Cherry will move on to the finals. Um, and before we get to the finals, let's take a little break because our competitors need to rest. They're fighting two matches this, this it's week. It's all hold hands and bow our heads. Um, Pray to Jordan. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. No, I afraid, afraid of George H.W. Bush. Um, <laughs> uh, instead, we're going to uh, go over some... Uh, we're going to catch up on some miscellaneous stories. Oh, yeah! What the fuck? Right in my ass. Cool. <laughs> can't, can't, I, can't, I can't wait. Good. Bring <laughs> it on. Well, we were waiting oh, boy, for the intro to play. What do you want to hear? You want to say me? something about say something the, in his ass? You want to say the fucking thing? I'm not gonna say it. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, roll our, the clip. <laughs> I already rolled it. Uh, uh, roll it again. Our our first story: Taco our, Bell has uh, opened a brand new clothing line in conjunction with Forever Twenty One called Forever Taco Bell. Clothing line, like okay. Do the clothes have pictures of tacos and like menu items on them, or are the clothes made of the tacos and the menu items? Now, see, that would be the real task. You have to get them with the food on the clothes, or you just buy one of the shirts and eat them. It's like I can't. I, it's like what, what? What? It's like here, I pay to pay. You pay for a shirt, and they're like, I don't see it. They're like, Oh, I already ate it. I'm just paying for it. So I go. just looked up just to see. There's one of them is a a, a bathing suit that's just like. The, the sauce packet like and it has a say like a it says fire and then it just says don't wait oh. up like little little box oh, so, the little things that they say yeah. uh, Taco Bell held a runway fashion show Quiero Taco Bell. Uh, debuting their new clothing including bold and playful prints ranging from Taco Bell's pink and purple bell logo to their variety of hot sauce packets Bushman's <laughs> uh, hot sauce Mike's my hot sauce packet, aren't you, Mike? Hey. Evan, have you tried the, the hot sauce yet? Oh, it's so hot. So does good. It, does it make you want to rip your heart out? 
I don't know, Sean. Why don't you come over and try the hot sauce? <laughs> it might kill me. You, you like hot sauce, right, Sean? Oh yeah. All well. right, guys. Why don't you just fuck already? Jeez, so much. <laughs> oh, oh, Jason, you want you want to you want to join? Oh, hey, come I mean, watch the 49ers beat down my Eagles. <laughs> Uh, the line is designed for men, women, and kids, and will be available in Forever Twenty One stores nationwide. Weird. Did they say babies? Could you imagine, uh, like, expecting mothers buying these clothes for children? Like, yeah, they, they had a picture of them. It was like onesies with uh, Taco Bell. Does, it, does it say? It. Does it say taco in the oven? <laughs> no, but it should. Does it say? Does, does, oh, there's a lot of taco jokes I could make here, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Just never mind. All right. <laughs> Uh, our next story, a, uh, a new contest is offering $50,000 to whoever can guess the flavor of the new mystery Oreos cookies. Come. Fruity Pebbles. What was it? Spiders and cum? Was that, <laughs> yeah, that, there it is. Was, was that a flavor of chips I came up with once? I think so. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Flavor of Oreos. Yeah, something. Do you want to guess that, that on like the website? Factor. That would totally be a fear factor thing. Is like eat the Oreos that are filled with cum. <laughs> I go on the website and write in spiders and cum. <laughs> it's like, oh, orange you win. Orange oh, toothpaste. Oh, oh. Uh, the oh. Uh, the limited time offer, which is currently in stores, uh, features a mystery white colored cream filling <laughs> oh. with, little, with little black arachnids in it. <laughs> it must it's be probably, realistically, it's probably some bullshit like coconut or something like that. No, it's it's fruity pebbles. <laughs> That's toothpaste. It's totally spiders and cum. <laughs> I've had them. It, it tastes. You've like had spiders pebbles. and cum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, it's just like fruity pebbles. Hey, that spiders and cum tastes like fruity pebbles. Uh, yes. Gotta oh, get on God. that train. Um. Uh, apparently, the contest runs until November thirtieth, and a correct guess could result in fifty thousand dollars. So. Dan, go get fifty thousand dollars if you know what the flavor is. <laughs> I'm pretty and then sure you can buy so many movie pass subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's your guess is fruity fruity pebbles. Well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing: they have, they technically have already had this flavor before, and it was called like uh, fruit crisps, like fruity pebble. Like the, instead of fruity pebbles, they didn't have to get the the brand name for it. But I'm pretty sure they just repackaged them and got the brand names, and they're going to announce that it's like actually fruity pebble. Oreos. Don't they know that that fruity is politically incorrect now? I'm not touching that. Okay. Otherwise, you'd be fruity too. I might poke it with a. <laughs> touch it. Yeah, I'm not going to be George Bush. <laughs> um. Anyway, moving on. Our next story: A Michigan woman, lucky enough to obtain a packet of McDonald's Szechuan sauce. Uh, during the Rick and Morty promotion, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, reportedly traded the sauce packet for a car. <laughs> oh okay. my God! All right. You know what? No, no, that can't that can't go on. This can't keep happening. What it's kind fucking of car was sauce. It? <laughs> the uh, hey, was it a shitty car? Uh, I'll I'll get to that. Uh, the 23 year old graphic designer drove 45 miles. I'm sorry, oh, 40, fucking millennial. 45 minutes to Detroit early in the morning and waited hours until the sauces became available around 2 p.m. Uh, the woman got the idea to post a photo of the sauce packet on Pin Nation, which is a Facebook group dedicated to trading pins. Uh, she managed to find a person online willing to trade the single Szechuan sauce packet for a 2000 <laughs> Volkswagen Golf MK4. You know, I feel really bad for the person that gave their car up for that. It's like, oh, what'd you sell the car for? Did you get a good, uh, did you get a good return on it? Packing a nugget sauce. You said an MK4? <laughs> yes. Because that would lead me to believe that it's actually got the term MK4 that was a GTI, which means that those are actually like really good cars, even though it was a 2000. So yep. that's... <laughs> I don't for know. For a packet of <laughs> duck sauce, you could just get at the Chinese restaurant. For a packet of, yeah, it's what is Szechuan sauce? It's like ketchup and, and teriyaki sauce or something like is that. It? I have Sh- no idea. Szechuan sauce is basically just like what well, they would barbecue and sweet and sour. You, yeah, it's it's basically that's what it tastes like. It's it's a seasoning for duck. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's delicious. I'm pretty sure I've had it, but who cares? Like really, fuck that. I mean, I think in I think two months mis- McDonald's is gonna make the whole thing. For and it didn't even have like Rick and Morty advertising, or I sure it had like art style similar to. No, most of the people were just trying the sauce. Yeah. How much you want to? You know, I think we're missing the bigger picture here, though. Is that 
we should be hoarding this stuff from when the apocalypse comes from North Korea attacks. So then this, the Szechuan sauce was is obviously going to be currency, like how Bob. Yeah, we get barter so. with it. Yeah, I've exactly. got two packets of soy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> could you could you remind me again when when did uh this occur two weeks ago uh it was around the time of uh of when the sauce was out but i guess it wasn't okay. reported on until recently so it was okay because i'm like thinking about it, i'm like wait a minute mcdonald's after like the whole fucking shebang of like people actually resorting to violence mcdonald's came out and said that they're actually going to release it in like december Yes. yes. Oh, this guy's going to feel like such an idiot. Like, I gave my car away for that. I, had, yeah. I knew I had a friend who waited outside from, I'm not kidding you, midnight until 2 p.m. to get the sauce, and then Jesus. she didn't get it. There was only 15 in the entire state of Delaware, right? She didn't get the sauce, but she got a poster for a different type of sauce. You couldn't choose what poster you got. I'm like, this is insane. Like, like all this for like an ironic Rick and Morty joke. Like, this is fucking crazy. That's, that's nuts. But, like, people don't even wait in line for iPhones that long. Not anymore, this is for at least. Nugget sauce. They should make iPhone like Szechuan themed iPhones. People would eat that shit up. Or why don't you just make homemade Szechuan sauce? Or just get real Szechuan sauce. Yeah, go out to a restaurant, a fucking restaurant, just, and get real Szechuan sauce. Just, Don't wait the McDonald's. Go to Shoprite and get it from Kiko Man. Not making sense, Mike. Apparently, the car was uh, fully functional, uh, and the man said that he justified the trade by saying that he already had a second car. So, uh-huh. he was, I, I, to me, <laughs> it, it feels like maybe he was giving up the car for uh, tax reasons. <laughs> it's probably a lemon. You know, it's probably like really broken. It's gonna start driving. It's just gonna wheels gonna fall off. Or I some don't shit. know. Uh, it's it said that you know the car was working fine. She could probably trade it in for like a couple hundred dollars. Although she or did, more Szechuan sauce. She did say uh, later on that she probably should have just sold it for cash because some packets <laughs> were going for like eight hundred dollars online. So yeah, so I'm gonna pay for my rent. Szechuan sauce, <laughs> not with experience. Well, no, my, my landlord doesn't want me to give him IMDB credits anymore. Szechuan sauce is the currency now. Okay. I'm, I'm sure next month will, will be Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin and then uh, that Burger King Bitcoin's Russian coin. fucking expensive now. Oh, yeah, then the Burger King Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, our, our next story. A British model turned fashion blogger has decided to create jewelry using pieces of her labia. No! <laughs> <laughs> the cops are dragging Evan away. <laughs> He's yelling for help. Uh, is, is this Sarah Bryan? No, this is not Sarah Bryan. Uh, 28-year-old Tracy Kiss underwent a labiaplasty to remove a cyst that uh, doctors said was... Oh, I'm, I'm going to throw up. I'm, I'm off. I'm signing off. Hold on. I can't. I can't. We're not talking but about she cockroaches. Made she made jewelry out of her fucking lady part cyst. I'm good. <laughs> uh, Enough story for me. Doctors said it was caused by uh, friction in the area. <laughs> um, she decided to save some of her removed parts for, from surgery, and she turned them into a choker. Um, oh, huh? She's wearing it around her neck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kiss decided uh, to make her labia heirloom as a trophy for overcoming the pain uh, and the experience uh, that she has caused. I'm sorry, I miss. I wrote that wrong. To overcome the pain, the ex- the experience has caused her. Um, the apparently the skin around uh, Kiss's sex organ also turned gray from the surgical fluid. However, she she come on, come on. Come on. She uh she, the end. she perked things up by covering the the leftover labia in glitter. So it looks sparkly. Ew. <laughs> she uh she she wrote on her blog because she is a blogger, uh quote uh all in all, I'm really pleased with my pendant. Uh its con its contents may not be immediately obvious to the unsuspecting eye or to everybody's taste, but that's the beauty of it. You know, I have no comment on this. Nothing? No. no. <laughs> let let art people be weird art people and they can do their own thing over there. 
I love how the article said it was caused by friction in the area. Like, you can't just say it was from having too much fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aren't British people like way more lax than that? I remember several years ago when I was in London, uh, I saw like tits on the TV when I was flipping through channels. I was like, oh boy. Was it your here. first time you ever saw tits, Jason? Yeah, just in my dreams from that point on. Not from Dustal Dawn? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, oh, well, first, oh no, Starship Troopers. That was the first time. Oh, I saw the tent scene. Hell yeah! Terminator was the first sex. I was scene just I about saw. to say that. Most people, it turns out, is usually Terminator. Terminator. I remember that coming up in the movie and being like, "Oh my god, that's a sex scene!" Like that was like the first sex scene I'd ever seen in a movie. I was shocked. And I'm sure it. your VHS but- tape did not survive. But what's funny about it is that sex scene is like absolutely crucial to the plot of the movie. So you you actually can't not have that scene. You need it. Unlike it's the most important sex scene in all of movie history. Terminator. That's the whole plot. I don't know. There's a couple scenes in Fifty Shades Darker where uh... go to hell, go to hell, (laughs) (laughs) turn your labia into a jewelry necklace or something. Yeah, that sex scene in Starship Troopers was totally unneeded. It was just the dude having a rebound, pretty much. But, oh, man, it was hot. Uh, apparently, this isn't the first time that uh, Kiss has gotten internet attention as uh, a video from November 2015 went viral when she experimented with the, the supposed benefits of sperm facials. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, my God. That's enough. No more. No more. <laughs> Skip to the end, and then they all lived happily ever after. The end. <laughs> Don't worry, that was the end. Oh, good, thank God. Oh, thank Wait, God. <laughs> I want to know: Did the sperm facials make your skin? Why do you want to know, Jason? Why don't you try it out? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why would you think that would have benefits? Uh, Never mind. Uh, I don't want to. Are we about getting this. into a serious discussion? About no, this? no, we really should not. Why don't we go back to the fucking matchup we had? <laughs> all right. Well, uh, in that case, we one won't... more story. I, that's all the stories I have. Oh, uh, no more stories. Way, way to end on a bang. Cricket. Boom. Cricket. Oh. <laughs> anyway, what's next? All right. Uh, well, let's go to the final matchup of the tournament. I think our competitors are ready. So. Why don't we go Bring right to out. In the left corner, we have... Let's get ready to rumble! Go! <laughs> uh, we have number one seed, uh, Ellen Ripley from the Alien series. Uh, three film appearances, her major threats are Xenomorph, her weapons are flamethrower, impulse rifle, and futuristic technology. And in this special cat fight, she's facing off against number 13 seed... Cherry Darling from Planet Terror. Uh, one appearance. Her major threats are the infected, and her weapons are the machine gun leg with a rocket launcher and an army of survivors. This is the best matchup we could have asked for. Yeah. I, I will say this is the furthest a double digit seed has ever gone in one of these tournaments. Ah. Uh, which I think is um I don't I don't know what that exactly that says, but uh but yeah, so um this is an interesting one to me. Um, it's definitely not a toss-up. Um, I think uh, as far as survivability, yeah, Ripley did survive two movies, but she does have that blemish on her record from the third one. Well, she killed herself. Did she survive? No. <laughs> she, she jumped it. All right, listen, but she did it herself. She would have survived. Are you, didn't you have an alien about to come out of her, though? Yeah, but you, sometimes there's problems and the alien doesn't come out. <laughs> what <laughs> the <God>? fuck? <laughs> she could have survived. No. But she did what do you mean? Life. She was dead the whole movie. No. Like, she was bald. Not. There's a difference. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? She, no, she, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I, I will defend the movie Alien 3. Every oh, that's day a terrible idea. That's a terrible idea. If you've seen one. the assembly cut of the movie, which Stop is what I consider good. the real version of the movie, it's actually good. Nope. But he well, was dead the moment the movie started because she already had an embryo inside of her. So. Exactly. Mm. Um. So. What about Ripley Nine? What about her from Alien Resurrection? Well, Dan Raylian? told us we can't use her, so. Oh, well, uh, I think we can. 
I'm sorry. You just you you have to blame Dan for that yeah, one. Yeah, she. You know that shot, that basketball, that was real. They just didn't have the camera position <laughs> correctly to get it. Yeah, and the part where she says, "Who do I got to fuck to get off this shit?" That was real too. Yeah, yeah. she was talking about the set. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but then she made out that cute uh, white alien. It was adorable. It had a cute little skull face. What do you mean? That was that was her kid. I really hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's so bad. Uh, three and four really no bad. arguments for being good. So yeah, four is just a bad movie. Four is the worst, but the the assembly cut, I will agree with Dan. The assembly cut of three is is decent. Better. Better. Not good. Better. It's a more coherent coherent story. Coherent. Yeah. I'm gonna give this to Cherry. I don't want to. But in all fairness, that's what all these tournaments always end up turning into us, like having to decide against something we don't want. I know. Like I, really, every single one I hate these. I really want to pick Ripley big time, but I can't. And I have to pick Cherry, and I feel bad about it. Sorry, Sigourney. You know, one time in middle school, they were taking a survey for the yearbook, and they're like, Who's your favorite actress? And they were like going around all the students and asking. And I said Sigourney Weaver. And the, I tried to spell it. And the girl just didn't write it down and walked away from me. <laughs> Every, everyone's like, oh, Jennifer Lopez, Hillary Duff. And I was like, Sigourney say Hillary Weaver. Clinton. And, 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 and the girl's like, how do you spell that? And I was like, S. I was like, ah, never mind. And just walked away from me. <laughs> and my vote didn't even count. <laughs> no respect. Oh, Jesus. Life in a nutshell. Zero respect for real culture in class. Damn. Like, she, <laughs> she's she's an Oscar-nominated actress and no respect. No yeah. respect. It was middle school. Yeah. Uh, well, nobody would know that except for, like, us in middle school. I mean, you were held back in the end, was, was, like, last week. Yep. <laughs> I think I have to give it to Cherry regardless. Uh, I, I'd argue that Xenomorphs are more deadly than the, the infected as far as a threat level. Sure, because there could be just as many. I mean, as long as there's humans, they can become aliens or infected. So, yeah. But I, I, I wasn't uh, even. Otherwise, I mean, head to head. Maybe she could eke out. A victory, Is she in the robot but... suit? Is she in the robot suit? You mean that slow-moving thing that can just basically be pushed over and place it to get <laughs> yeah. shot in the face? That right. has no thanks, for, thanks for crushing my dreams, Mike. <laughs> yeah, and didn't she almost get killed by a robot using a rolled-up Playboy? <laughs> How many times has he brought that up so far? It's like it's Jason's I mean, favorite scene. That's my favorite scene next to the tenth scene from Starship Troopers. Uh, oh yeah, he sticks that Playboy down her throat. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Good movie. Um, uh, I'm really Cherry. leaning towards Cherry too, but I don't. I don't want her to win. Me neither. Ripley. Can we just no, give it change to the categories right now? Can we just give it to Rip? Can, can we add in like Spock? like a cultural impact? <laughs> oh. Spock. Like, we, like if we can add cultural impact and that can just trump everything else, then Ripley wins by far. Add in uh, roles portrayed by Sigourney Weaver and she'll win. Or add in a character that was nominated for an Oscar. Is she she the only person in this thing that's been nominated for... Oh, no, no. uh, uh, Jodie Foster won. Dr. Lecter. So So I think she'd have a head up on everyone. Sean's an to arguing for the wrong person. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. It wasn't my fault. Just because people are sheep doesn't mean that (laughs) it's my fault. Dr. Um, Lecter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dr. Lecter. Stop. I'm giggling so hard. I want Steve to be on here to say the other line. He said, I can smell your cunt. <laughs> Dr. Lecter. I think Steve does it better. I just I love at the end when she's on the phone like Dr. Lecter. Dr. Lecter. Uh, uh, I don't know who uh, God. I don't want to pick. Let's just stall. Filibuster. Oh, I thought we'd Today. been filibustering. Alright. Alright. Green eggs and ham. <laughs> What's your opinion? <laughs> Mike, you have anything to say? Uh I feel like without Ripley, there wouldn't be a cherry. Oh, good point. Mm. 
Valid point, my friend. That's why they call you the big dog. Mm-hmm. It just sucks that that doesn't help in any way. I no. know, right? <laughs> it's like, like if that doesn't help, I mean, Carrie was written to basically be fucking the bionic female John Wayne. Like, <laughs> she's a comic book character, and she's facing off against someone who it lives in an everyday woman. Real world. Yeah. 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 It's like, uh, yeah, in a way, this really isn't fair. Well, well Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> I mean, we, we've probably already done this multiple times throughout the tournament already. But like, it's two different realms of reality, even like a heightened reality, and then a, I mean, science lesser fiction. heightened. Science, yeah. science fiction. Yeah, more like heightened? grounded science fiction. I mean, they're both technically science fiction. Yeah. Yeah, but one's like comic book science fiction. The other one's like maybe that could happen. Science fiction. Yeah, we're, we're, so we're going. We're we're going A movie sci-fi versus B movie sci-fi. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? So is the Evil Dead universe, and exactly. I, I bet you if Ash was facing Ripley, we wouldn't be saying that. No, we'd be all pulling for Ash, but big time. And you know what? If you want to kind of see Cherry as like the stronger female Ash, then it's almost like okay. She beats Ripley. It, it's not really even that much of a contest. I'm just really not comfortable with letting Carrie <laughs> beat yeah, Ripley. It's what it is. With it happening. It's it's yeah. because because it's very it's, anticlimactic. In, Again, in two weeks, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna. Rem- I'm gonna barely remember Cherry. <laughs> what it is. Yeah. As, as much as she's like the, the, this is the, uh, the Mr. Freeze gambit. If Mr. Freeze would have won that, uh, no. But see, the difference is, is that Mr. Freeze, even though I tried to put up an argument for him, uh, you guys did come up with valid points as to yeah. why he shouldn't win. Whereas I'm really trying to, I'm really trying to think of reasons why Ripley should win. There's as, just not there. as part of our criteria. And it's not it's there. Really hard to come up with something. It's not there. The the clear cut winner here is Cherry. We don't want to say it in like because again, just like when Pinhead won the horror one, we're not gonna put bells and whistles up. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. We have got this overpowered character just rummaging through one side of the bracket, and by the time they get to the other side, it's like, fuck, you're really up against like the real winner here. But we, you're, you know, that's what happened with Darth by Vader and Yoda. <laughs> Like well, he no, went by default. Darth Vader and Yoda was a one and two seed. I don't, I don't see that as being the same thing. This is going to be a major upset. Oh, I, absolutely, major, yeah. major upset. But I give it to Cherry, and I don't want to, but I do. I don't think there's any more debate to be had unless somebody can really think. Oh no, it's got to be Ripley because of X. You know, I, I can't come up with anything. That's a, I, that's the thing. It's like. I'm really, tr- I'm really trying, guys. I'm really trying to come up with something. The most I could see Ripley winning in is one category. Yeah, with, with the the threat category. Um, and you know, other than that, I can't. There's nothing I can come up with. Like even if we went against Dan's blessing and added in Alien Resurrection Ripley, uh, I, she was she would still lose. Yeah. So there it is, guys. We got our big yeah. winner. Yay. <laughs> I hope you're all happy. All right. Well, that means... That's what people, I think that's what people Cherry, listen to this. Cherry stumbles score. over the finish line. With <laughs> one... <laughs> Are you saying that because she only has one leg? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>, now. <laughs> LOL. All right. Well, that means uh, Cherry Darling is our winner and the winner of the Horror Heroes Bracket Tournament. So are we going to take all the winners from these brackets, put them on another bracket, and then have oh, the that's a great idea. Winner? That's a great idea. How would you even do that? <laughs> I it would be outstanding. Well, okay. Well, we so why don't we why don't we talk about that then? That's a good way to fill up the time. We, uh, we have uh, Pinhead. We have uh, who do we have? We have um, Yoda. We have Cherry, obviously, and Dutch. we have uh, Dutch. Those are the only <laughs> tournaments we've done, right? Oh my God! It's Perfect. I think so, yeah. So, who do you think would win out of the four of them? <laughs> probably Pinhead. Yeah, probably Pinhead. Probably Pinhead. Yeah. Let's wait till we have thirty-two tournaments done. <laughs> All right. Oh God. Oh. That'll uh, be like five oh, years from now. All right. Not even, like, Pinhead wins again. <laughs> you know what? Why don't we throw Spock in there and see what happens? Spock wins. 
Oh, Hashtag give Spock, Spock a chance. Uh, fucking Spock Vulcan neck pinched Wolverine once. You can do that to anybody. I'm telling you, someday Chris is going to get his wish and, wish and Spock is going to be in a tournament. <laughs> but then we just do 32 best Star Trek characters. Oh, I'm, I'm all for yeah, that. But I, I don't right, know anything go. about Star Trek. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know anything let's about go. these movies and I've done them like five times, John. <laughs> but how do I seed them? I don't know anything. Oh, eh, you can seed whatever you want, Excuse my friend. Excuse me? Oh, my God. He's friends with that facial girl with the labia tools. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Any more? Time to go. <sighs> All right. I guess we should put a bow on the end of this episode. Uh, the final oh, round. On top. The cherry Whoa. on top. Oh, Dan. How many five. times are you going to steal my joke? <laughs> Until you file. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's put a cherry on top at the end of this uh, final Horror Heroes episode of Horror Black Heroes. Huh? <laughs> he just said Horror Heroes. Hey, don't you talk horror, about cherry yes. like that. <laughs> All right, horror star tournament. Horror Heroes tournament. Horror Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> tournament. Horror. Of Blah Blah Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Blah Blah Pod. One, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Podbean. And you can follow me. On Twitter at jgscreen89. I'm Jason Green, and you can follow my YouTube channel, Jason Green Screen, for all of my cool YouTubing stuff. Sean, ah, uh, you can follow me at the underscore Brack Show, and also a uh, quick plug: uh, this is dropping on Thursday, so tomorrow we will be releasing our brand new video review. Oh my god! Jason, talk about our video review. Yeah, so over the weekend, uh, well, should we say what we rec- what we reviewed, or should we leave that up to I think surprise? we should just say what what kind of movie we're reviewing. So, me and the boys broke open a cold one, got together last weekend, and reviewed a horror movie of a franchise that's really well established. I'll leave it at that. And it was a lot of fun. We hope you all enjoy it. So you can check out the Blah Blah YouTube page, Blah Blah Podcast, aptly named. And keep an eye out. Subscribe while you're there. So you can get a little notification when our next video review pops up. And while you're there, you can check out our previous ones of Zardoz, uh, the Christmas one. I don't remember the name. Christmas tree. Jason Jason X. Jason X. There's a bunch up there. Zardoz. He loves. Tetsuo. Tetsuo. He loves. And uh, and all those funny Chris videos we used to make, which we should get back to because those were a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, you can check out our YouTube page, new, new uh, YouTube review going up very soon of a horror movie yes. for the season. And uh, one so more think, plug. Um, yeah. Everyone check out this Sunday at 1 o'clock. The Eagles will be losing to the 49ers. You fucking asshole. Uh, we'll be giving <laughs> was... the 49ers their very first win of the season. The uh, 49ers are 0-7. They're at the bottom of the league. The Eagles are 6-1. and They're at the top of the league. Which if the makes Eagles it lose to the 49ers on Sunday, it'll be an absolute travesty. But this is coming from the same motherfucker that called the Redskins game incorrectly. So fuck you, Sean. What are you talking if about? they win on Sunday, you will have no longer have a show because Sean won't be around. <laughs> uh, Evan. Any social media you got for us or anything? No, but everyone should watch the fucking Eagles beat the 49ers on Sunday. And if they don't win, Evan will jump out a window. No, Evan will kill Sean. So that's a real death threat. Uh, you can write uh, at Barack Obama at DonaldTrump.com <laughs> if you want to uh, submit your complaints to the FBI that I threatened to kill my friend on Oh, my him. God. Um, yeah, and that's about it. Did you put a... Uh, <laughs> Mike. Put the link in the description. <laughs> At Barack Obama at DonaldTrump.com for FBI complaints. Mike? Hi. Um, Who do you want to kill? Uh, kill, fuck, marry. Start? Pinhead, Yoda, or Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Well, definitely fuck Pinhead. Yeah, oh, like, probably got I, I feel like Mary. he knows some shit. Yeah. He knows some shit. Yeah, that's why you marry him. No, no, that's why you marry Cherry because she'll protect you till the end of the day. And the uh, day until is... Pinhead shows up and he's like, "Why are you, why are you married to her?" And Yoda's already dead, so there you go. It's half yeah. the battle. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty... who wants the fucking I... Muppet, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, the guy who put his hand up his ass did. <laughs> Oz, the legendary puppeteer. You, idiot. yeah, the, wiz- the Wizard of Oz guy. Mike, go. Where am I going? Oh, I don't know. I thought you are going to say some social media or something. Um, 
Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> MySpace, Friendster. <laughs> a place Google for band. Plus. Oh, Friendster. I was on Friendster. I actually made a friend from Indonesia. I wonder what ever happened to them. I don't know. You want to find out and then report back to us? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll find out next week. And Dan, rounding out this crew, is there anything you would like? I'm not going to yeah, say. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at FATAX666. And on Sunday, I'll be watching HBO like any normal person. You know, we got the deuce, Kirby Enthusiasm, and Vice Principals. That much, much, much more important than uh, whatever sports ball bullshit you got going on. Well, you Hell can yeah. do both. You can watch sports ball and you can watch Kirby or Larry David. So, Yo, Kirby's been really good this season. I enjoyed last Oh, season. my God. He's so it's loud. time of night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he just removed his microphone cord. <laughs> huh? Oh, never huh. mind. Never mind, Jason. No, you I got... think I was leaning on my cord. Sorry about that. But I was saying, uh, yeah, Kirby's been really good this season. I mean, I didn't like the pilot, but other than that, it's been really good. Or not the pilot, the first episode of the season. I enjoyed the gag at the end of the last episode at the funeral, with the yeah. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody just... enjoyed that. Plus, Brian Cranston plays a good therapist. Yes, he does. Tim Watley. <laughs> <laughs> well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. Remember, subscribe to us on Twitter, blah, blah, pod one, our podcast. I mean, in our YouTube, blah, blah, podcast. Keep an eye out for our video review coming up. Next week, we'll be back to regular form episodes. I think it's like, what, 127, 128? I don't remember. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that. Have a great night. and uh, Or day or morning or whenever you listen. Or day or morning. And one in remember, seven. One in seven. Pour that Szechuan sauce. You yeah. never know when you're going to need it. Good night. Good day, good morning, bye.